Hey, you. Yes, you. Listen, before the podcast takes place, I want you to know from whatever how you're listening to this, whether it be on iTunes, Google Play, or some radioactive frequency wave you just have in your stoner brain of yours because you just smoked too much of that good kush or whatever the fuck you like to trip on and just can't realize you clicked on the podcast category for some dope-ass audio. Or wherever you may on right now, whether it be driving down the interstate or some fucked up traffic that you don't want to be in, Walking around the block with your purse-sized dog in one hand and gimmick Starbucks cup in the other. Walking out your place because you can't stand your annoying bitch-ass girlfriend slash boyfriend right now because you're not doing something she slash she told you for the hundredth time today. But you keep going back and you know the flame is still there. Oh, hey, you baby should be taking a shit. Or sit for your country at war right now because you goddamn right we support our troops. So whether this is your first time listening or a long-time staff fanatic, we here on Topics on the Pod... I heard to say welcome. So sit back, relax, roll another one, or whatever the fuck you like to take the edge off, and enjoy the show. You fucking bitches. <laughs> What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is DJ Stash, aka Jesse, aka the host on the motherfucking podcast, and this is episode thirty-one of Topics on the Pod. Which every week we try to preview, bring you a podcast series every week. That's uh, I know I told you a couple weeks ago I was kind of like I know I missed a week, so that's why I'm trying to do two and one for this week again. Uh, I'm gonna try to do as I'm recording right now. It's uh, April second. We just got over done with April Fools, so that way I can't do any uh, corny April Fools jokes, y'all. Which uh, didn't have any of that, really anything else on social media about jokes or anything. Oh, Sit my water here. Yeah, I'll do one today and then uh, probably do one either, uh, yeah, probably Saturday because I'm going to talk about, uh, probably talk about Raw and SmackDown, like the build up predictions for WrestleMania. That's, that's probably be the Saturday podcast because this is an already recording now. It's, I already seen Raw, but I don't want to talk about that. I'll leave that for the uh, Saturday podcast. Uh, this May podcast, I'm talking about like a pretty much like bar stories because uh, I pretty much want to talk about what I did this past weekend with the uh, hanging out with the person that I had on the podcast uh, last week, the uh, Puddle of Mud or the Mud Fest and uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, 2019 podcast, episode 30. You can check that out. I was with her the past weekend, but uh, we'll get into the, some of the Google news here and then we'll get into the bar stories and having all to that because. It's been lingering in my mind. We went down on the. We went to a bar, her bar. Uh, I'm not gonna say location or the bar or anything, or the person that was pretty much involved heavily in this story. But uh, we'll get into that in a bit. But first, I got the Google News brought up. There's like a few stories I'd like to get into. Uh, it's like top stories here. I want to find that uh, first one now. Uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, Sadly, there's another shooting. It's from MSA News. It's a student. It's one big particular reason because it's like, not only is it another shooting, but it's like, oh, at my home state, Arkansas. I don't know what town it is. I haven't clicked on the article. But it says, student wounded and premeditated. It says, Arkansas Middle School shooting. MSA News. So, we'll see this here. Oh, it's even closer than I thought. This is Prescott. I've been to, I'm really close to Prescott. So like I never lived in Prescott, but it's I've drove through it to like between my uh, hometowns in there when I lived, grew up there in parts of Arkansas. Uh, I think it wants me to fucking get rid of the uh, ad blocker that I have on here. So we can get avoid that by caught. If not, then I'm to go through that. Let's see. Okay. So they have a video here. It says both student. It says uh, both students are fourteen, and the suspect is a boy. It says Prescott Police Chief Joseph Beaver said. So I'll probably play this video, and then I'll read the article. So if y'all be able to hear it. This is the last thing you would expect. I mean, I know what's happening right. a lot nowadays, but, but you don't Arkansas. expect it to happen here. Officers from around Arkansas swarmed the Nevada County School District where Cynthia Webb's twins go. The kids were all thinking it was a prank because of the day it happened on. 
Yeah. I don't think it really registered with them that it could happen here either. Middle school mother told us she was inside Prescott High School when Monday morning shooting happened. You know, he was saying I'm shot is what I made out to what he was saying. And he was holding his chest like this and he ran in the office. We were notified by 911. Police Chief Joseph Beaver says an 8th grade boy shot another 8th grade boy in the high school's hallway around 9.15 a.m. Uh, we did have school resource officers on scene at the school. The school district went into lockdown. And a lot of the kids in the hallway, when I told them they needed to get to class, they were like, it's April Fool's Day. It's a prank. The chief says officers found the suspect, a 14-year-old student, off campus in about an hour. I was just trying to do what I could. Webb describes comforting the 14-year-old victim in the office as they waited for the ambulance. Could, you know, if I could at least talk to him and keep him calm, that would be a good thing to do. Because I'd want somebody, if it was my child, to be there talking with them or, you know, to be there with them when something like that happened. Try to keep them calm. After sending students home early, the Prescott School District released a statement saying the shooting appears to be a premeditated attack. I don't know what the solution to it is, but there's got to be one. Yeah. So I guess that's pretty pre-planned like pre because I didn't think uh, anything would happen on uh, April Fool's Day. I think it was a prank. Uh, see the article it says is yeah, yeah April first, twenty nineteen, but around twelve forty p.m. It says Arkansas eighth grader brought a concealed weapon to school and shot a fellow classman on Monday morning in what police described as a premeditated attack. It says the shooting occurred at Prescott High School in Prescott, about ninety minutes southwest of Little Rock, at about nine fifteen a.m. I was like, well, the article was posted on April Fool's or April first, let's say on uh, twelve forty p.m. Uh, it says the suspect was taken into custody. It says both students were 14 and the suspect is a boy. Uh, Prescott Police Chief Joseph Beavers told reporters at the afternoon news conference. Because uh, this is quote. It says, uh, we did have school resource officers on scene at the school. So everything was contained in just a matter of seconds, the police officer chief said. Okay. It says that any other victim who was airlifted to a hospital for treatment has not been released. The Prescott School District said in a statement on its Facebook page, the victim is in stable condition, according to police chief. Well, that's good to hear. It says, no other injuries were reported. The school district said the students were dismissed at 10.30 a.m. Classes were scheduled to resume on Tuesday. Well, it doesn't really set the conversation. It's just, we got a pretty bit of hole in these school shootings. But, <clears throat> it's hard to hear it. It's about obviously a school shooting, but it's like really a... Uh, not the school that I went to, Arkansas, but definitely no Prescott. So I went to school in Spring Hill, and I'm not sure before. I've been to school in Spring Hill, and I've been to school in Burbersboro there. So that's really close to that Prescott area. So my thoughts, prayers go out to the victims over there for the child and the kid. So. All right. <clears throat> Getting some uh, lighter news. I think that was a sad, most heartwarming uh, story. Well, I say that, but then there's a talk about this one guy. It's like a rapper. Yeah, it's gonna hit a uh, Nipsey Hustle. Did the guy's name right? It's a Nipsey Hustle shooting suspect ID by Los Angeles police search underway. This is from uh, Fox News. It's by Brand Brandford Biz. It's B E T Z. Says police say they are searching for Eric Holder, 29, connections with the shooting death of rapper Nipsey Hustle. Says, authorities on Monday released the name of the suspect who shot and killed rapper Nipsey Hussle and injured several others in a shooting at a strip mall in South Los Angeles on Sunday. The suspect gunman has been identified as Eric Holder, a 29-year-old Los Angeles resident with gang ties. According to a news release by the Los Angeles Police Department, he remained at large and is wanted for homicide, the release said. Says the suspect walked up to three adult males, including Hustle, who were standing in the front of a business uh, in a strip mall in South Los Angeles around 3.20 p.m. Sunday and opened fire, the release said. Which is supposedly supposed to be like <clears throat> Hustle's business there. That's what I read in this like, other video that I looked at on social media earlier today. Uh, saying the Los Angeles uh, Times cited law enforcement sources who said Holder was an acquaintance of Hustle and they've had gotten into a dispute before the shooting. So the suspect then fled the scene in a white 2016 Chevy Cruze that was driven by an unidentified female accomplice. According to released vehicles, the California license plate was reported to be 7RJD742. Uh, says crowd panics at Nissy Hustle's Virgil Vigil. I'm sorry, I'm British. It says uh, V I G I L. 
and uh, and LA results in injuries. Police say. It says two of the victims were transported to local hospitals for their injuries. The release said Hustle, whose real name was was Aramos Shandon. Sorry, I pronounced it. It's uh, his first name is E R M I A S, and the last name is A S G H E D O M. Said died at the scene. It says that Virgil. For hustle interrupted in chaos on Monday after an unknown violent incident that had provoked a stampede of people and multiple injuries. Early reports blamed the eruption on shots being fired, but LAPD later said those reports were not accurate. Let's see if I can find that um that video for him. That way I can y'all can hear that over as well with the news other news reports about it. Cause they talk about what good he's gonna do. Let's see. I never heard of this guy. I just know he's a big up and coming rapper in this scene. He was like a Nami, Nami Grammy nominated per- rapper. The CNN one. Let's see what it says. Thousands of fans of Grammy nominated rapper and community activist are in a state of shock today. They are mourning the hip hop stars ultimately and violent death. Uh, Nipsey Hussle was murdered in broad daylight outside a clothing store that he owned in South Los Angeles. Yeah, that's he was killed it. just before he was about to meet with city leaders and the LAPD about reducing gang violence. He is someone who put our community on the map. Um, people thought that our community was just about interviewing some guy, but um, not say who he is. He put a change to that, and he let them know that even though we're from uh, underprivileged communities of poverty, that we can still become something. Social media has been flooded with tributes. Here's a tweet from Issa Rae. Watching Nipsey inspired me to invest and own in our communities. He was a solid man who loved his woman, his family, and his community. This hurts. Atlanta-based DJ Headcrack, co-host of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and Dish Nation is with me now. And, and Headcrack, thank you for, for taking a minute with me and just talking about this man that was so beloved. I mean, this is a, it's a huge loss for the rap and hip-hop community. He wasn't you know, just a rapper. He left this huge social footprint in his hometown of South L.A., investing his time and his money back in the community. Tell me what you know of him and what impact he had on you. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, there's very few situations where someone's music actually transcends music you know uh nipsey hustles raps and rhymes weren't just words they were like a call to action for people who listen and you know and you saw it in the tweets and some of the posts that people said it made people want to do better in their own communities i mean you're talking about a brother right here who had the opportunity to leave the area of crenshaw and slawson we grew up at and no he kept his businesses right there he was buying up properties on the block and he was trying to teach and empower people to do the same thing in their prospective neighborhoods all around the world and that is something that you know people don't necessarily walk away from business school with you know yeah. like investing into yourself in your own community and he was a big advocate of that this is a guy who i mean i've just spent my morning reading all about him started a stem program for inner city kids owned multiple businesses where he hired people in the community, was involved in rebuilding projects, you know, in the South L.A. area. And he said he, he, he grew up in gang culture, but that he turned his life around and tried to help others do the same. And, and I know your son actually got to meet him in Atlanta at one of his pop-up shops. Can you tell me what that was like for him? Yo, my son was completely over the moon when he went to <laughs> Nipsey Hussle's pop-up shop because the type of guy that Nipsey was, he wanted to press the flesh. He wanted to meet the fans and give that love back to the people that showed him love. You know, like, my man has done things in the culture that you've never seen done before. He had an album that he was selling for $100 a pop, only made, like, a 1,000 copies of it, and people bought them. Jay-Z, I think, Damn. bought 100 copies of it. And that's just, a, I mean, that's amazing. Who else was doing that? And my son took a picture with Nipsey Hussle, and he was so frustrated that, like, he had a stupid expression. I mean, a lot of people don't buy albums to begin with nowadays. So excited that he got a chance to meet his legend. Yeah. And the cool, like, connectivity point was that was a rapper that we both liked. Mm. You know, that's where we're at within the culture where, like, parents and kids are sometimes vibing to the same artist. And, and that's rare. He, he was also a family man. He just had this baby boy with uh, actress Lauren London. They were both profiled in the, the March issue of GQ. Lauren's well known for, for her role in the classic film ATL. Uh, for people who, who don't know who, who this man is or was, ha- how, how do you think he should be remembered? 
I think he should be remembered as a visionary. I mean, a lot of times people throw the uh, you know the term legend or icon around a little too loosely, but Nipsey Hussle truly was that. And you know, he may not necessarily have been as commercially successful as Tupac, but his impact is just as great, if not possibly bigger. I mean, he was getting ready to rock the world with this whole documentary that he was putting together uh, with uh, about Dr. Sibby and the trial that he. Um, underwent back in 1985 where he proved that he had the ability to cure AIDS and you know the information was kind of suppressed and a lot of people feel like you know that you know that project he was working on made him a marked man but you know that's a deeper conspiracy that you know we don't got time for right now but (laughs) it's great to know that you know guys like Nick Cannon and others are looking forward to pick up Nipsey Hussle's work and continue on with it and you can just look through social media through the hashtags like people are Pharrell, I saw a Pharrell tweet where he was talking about he was just shooting a video with him, like, the week of or the day before, you know, I just couldn't, all the people who show the love on social media for this man, um, gone too soon and leaving behind a a beautiful family as well and so many fans. Headcrack, thank you so much. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Likewise. Yeah, this is tragic. Gun violence has... People that, you know, a guy that's from, like, the actual... You know, streets want to be better for the community, and that has happened. So hopefully, we'll know more soon about it, but what, why the actual shooting would occur, and everything. But let's try and get some lighter note, guys. Uh, got a couple more game news, and we'll get into uh, my uh, weekend story, and then we'll go into actual bar stories that I've seen online. Or I, uh, I looked up a website. Okay, let's see. This one, <clears throat> like I like how this category was like. Uh, Recommended for me. It says Sony's new PlayStation Store refund policy allows for refunds within 14 days. Let's see. We can look onto this. It says, uh, yeah, catch up with this ad blocking again, man. One of the ads for these for this article anyway. Okay. Uh, this article is by Sheriff Said, S A E D. There's a uh, April Fools at uh, earlier today. It says uh, Sony has updated its refund policy for content purchased on the PlayStation Store. It says digital content bought on PlayStation Store now comes with a 14-day refund policy that, under certain conditions, allows players to get their money back. In all cases, the refund is added to the PlayStation wallet balance, regardless of the payment method used. Full games and add-ons DLC can be refunded within 14 days of purchase, but only if you didn't start the do- download. Ah, oh, wow, really? Hmm. I was thinking if you didn't like the game or something. It says, it says, if you didn't start the download, install, or stream process. If the content is faulty, you may be granted a refund after downloading or installing it. Uh, it says, the same goes for pre-order games and content. Players who pre-order games can request a refund anytime before the official release date and for up to 14 days following the release date, assuming, of course, the content wasn't downloaded or installed. I guess it kind of works out in case, like, you know, if you have your kids, like, or whoever, someone is supposed to do it, not really supposed to download the game, or, you know, you get fraud or something. So it's pretty convenient. Uh, it says description services like PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, and Spotify Premium can be canceled within the 14 day trial period. After that, Sony will deduct a certain amount of subscription fee based on how much the service was used. Says PSN name changes are not refundable. Okay. Says unfortunately the refund process is not automatic like it is on Steam, Xbox Live, and our services. Of course. <laughs> Instead, you need to contact support as you normally would to request a refund. Uh, okay. So you still got to do all that hassle on the phone. Uh, it says the new refund policy can be seen on the North American support site, the and the UK site as well as other for other regions. Okay, so well, sweet. Okay, well, I guess that's pretty more convenient. So not as good as the Xbox policy, I guess, but you know, at least you're putting in a good direction. All right, and we're getting to the last one for the day, which is going to be uh, some more of you Call of Duty fans, such as myself. It's going to be... If I can get to it. Yeah. It says, uh, the article is from GameSpot from yesterday. It says, Black Ops 4, introducing new Blackout map... Alcaraz on PS4 tomorrow, which I mean, be as according to me today, because article was you know April first, twenty nineteen at 
around 9.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, look, I have a video, so about this one, I'll play the video and then uh, read the article. This article is pretty short, so let's see this what well, this video has to offer. No, it's only a minute. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is introducing a new map called Alcatraz to its Battle yeah, Royale Alcatraz. mode, Blackout. The map will be available first on PS4, starting April 2nd, with other platforms to follow in the future. The new map is slightly smaller than the standard Blackout map, and it's based on an iconic tourism location just off of the San Francisco coast. Blackout is one of the three modes in Black Ops 4, alongside competitive multiplayer and the co-op zombie modes. Activision has been issuing updates to its modes, recently adding a St. Patty's themed Shamrock and Awe update that included new cosmetics and goodies. Earlier, Operation Grand Heist was the spring's big content update, adding a new specialist, weapons, a gauntlet mode, and more. For more news on Black Ops 4, head to GameSpot. What do you think about the new map Alcatraz? Let me know in the comments below. My name is Lily, and this GameSpot news update is heading to prison. I'm heading to prison. Now what is it going to be free with the update though, or? Let's see, let's see what the article says. Oh well, it has like a little ad below, it's like Black Ops, you can get Black Ops 4 on Amazon for like 37 bucks. Uh, it says, Black Ops 4 is introducing a new map for its Battle Royal mode, Blackout. The map will be available first on PS4 from April, or starting April 2nd basically. Uh, yeah, it's basically just saying what exactly what she just said. But I hear, it says, the island prison off the coast of San Francisco, the real one closed in 1963. And since then, has been a popular tourist destination. Okay. And frequently used in pop culture, Black Ops 4's version will bring close quarters combat to the island. As players fight for survival outside among buildings and watchtowers and inside through cells and tight corridors. Check out the video below to see it. Well, that's another video. Okay. But it's kind of loading. Doesn't really... Yeah, the video's not really working on that, so... But it says Blackout is one of the three modes of Black Ops 4, alongside competitive multiplayer and a corporate zombie mode. This year's Call of Duty entry opted to forego the series' usual single-player campaign mode. Activision has been steadily issuing updates to its mode, most recently adding the St. Patty's themed Shamrock and All update with new cosmetics and other goodies, which you just said. That says before that, it made some quality-of-life updates like an update to its standard map and a horrorcore game mode. This came with an update that made various changes to the multiplayer in Zombie Mode 2, Operations Grand Heist, What's the Spring Spin Contact update, adding a new specialist weapons, a gauntlet mode, and a lot more. Yeah, basically just repeated what she said on there. <laughs> but I didn't say anything it was free or not, so. Pretty sure it was, but I guess I'll know when I play it today. I'll let y'all know when I. on the Saturday podcast. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's see the other uh, articles I want to read right now. So, but uh, yeah, I'll basically get in what I did the weekend. So, it's about set because uh, you know it's Tuesday now, Tuesday morning, and now f- almost five thirty. So about because I worked my gamer job Monday through Friday, so just do the same routine just as most people do, normal average Joes. Just get up, get ready, go to work, and then uh, come home, relax a little bit, go sleep, repeat all over again. I'm gonna fit in with my uh, eating and workout routine, of course. But on uh, Saturday, uh, I picked up the Division Two, which uh, I wanted to get. I was trying to get it pre-owned, but uh, this wasn't really my area direction. Like uh, originally, it was gonna be my area direction where uh, the girl, uh, the girl you heard on the podcast, Kelly, I was gonna go hang out with her for the weekend again. So. Uh, it was pretty much the game was going to be available in her area, so I'm like, okay, that works out. And also, I got like a uh, a gift card from the work. So they do that sometimes for like good attendance, I guess. But they do that for some people, apparently have good attendance at my job. So uh, It's for Logan's Roadhouse, so I got a card for that, and it expired the 31st, which has been that Sunday, so uh, I had to use it pretty, pretty soon. So I've never been to Logan's Roadhouse either, which, come to find out, is pretty much a Texas Roadhouse, because... Inside is pretty the same. They got fucking peanuts everywhere. If you've never been to Texas Roadhouse, it's pretty much uh, it's like your gimmick standard barbecue restaurant bar setup kind of deal. There's booths. It's like a family oriented deal. Never like a bar, club bar, but you know, a family bar. I would say, <laughs> best to put it. 
but there's like barrels of peanuts where you could like eat peanuts and just throw on the damn floor because people don't care. But anyway, uh, I look up GameStop, look at the app because that's usually where I get my games at. And it turns out uh, they already sold the pre-owned game in that area where she lives. So, and this is already like I was already driving halfway there. So, but I was like, ah, okay, it's 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 alright. I'll just fucking pick it up new anyway because I was gonna trade in my Kingdom Hearts three, which you can check out. My Twitch, you know, cheap plug at DJ Stash one two three. At Twitch, you can see the whole series that I played with Kino Arts three. Just finished that game. Uh, if you haven't played it yet, it's gonna let you know. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm just gonna let you know. It's a great game. I mean, if you're, you know, of course a Disney fan and Final Fantasy, definitely play the game. It's a great game. Definitely worth the time. But uh, yeah, I traded that game because you know after that, it's no. I'm not gonna play it again or uh, multiplayer. There's no multiplayer or anything. So, I basically traded that game in and got Division two. Uh, after I pick up the uh, after I picked up Kelly, uh, and then we went to uh, Logan's Roadhouse. Yeah, that's where they took like forever, man. Like, like get her order and everything. It took took a pretty good while, even though it wasn't really that busy. But still, good food. I got this. Uh, I think it was it was something like uh, fried cheese. It was like fried cheese cheeseburger. Something like gimmick. Who was scribing, scribed on the menu was saying, uh, the best fried cheeseburger you've ever had, or best fried cheeseburger in town, something like that. And then she got a uh, some salad smorgasbord, or not salad, shrimp smorgasbord, some, something like that. Like one of those shrimp kebabs, whatever, it had the shrimp on the stick. Mm. All that was pretty good. It was, like, it was like a block of cheese, it's like fried. It was alright. I don't want to say it's the best in town at Red, but I mean, it's really that I've had fried cheese before. It was good. I know less. It took a long time, but it was good. And they also have these, like, uh, I could have reviewed it, but they have these, like, like frozen alcohol slushies. They had, like, a blue one and a yellow one. I think I, I got the uh, yellow one. It was, like, a blue moon kind of rum kind of deal. It was pretty good. So it, was like, it had, like, a little moonshine glass, too. So it was pretty good. But, yeah, but uh, then I figured I was, like, uh, I was... Let's go to a bar, uh, her bar, because she has, like, a little bar. She goes with her, uh, her roommate. <clears throat> They're in her area in town. So, I'm like, yeah, we'll check it out. Because we was going to check it out uh, last time when I went up there for the uh, Mudfest event. But we had not enough time. Time we got out of there anyway. And we already, was already loaded anyway. So, we just went back to the, that hotel where we did that podcast, the Motel 6, whatever. So, we get in that bar. Yeah, it was pretty chill. Uh. You know, she knows a lot. She knows all the bartenders there, supposedly. So, started off with a couple of drinks. Uh, she got a Corona, got a Bud Light, and then she got she her go-to shot shot cocktail. You want to call it? There is like the Vegas bombs, which people don't know. It's basically uh, uh, whiskey and uh, Red Bull. What is it? I want to. Let me look. I want to. Don't be wrong about it. Let's see exactly what it is again. Vegas bomb sponsored by the tip or brought to you by the tipsy bartender site. It looks like okay. Well, you gotta like click on your over actually number 21 for this, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, basically whiskey, butter, butterscotch snaps, and energy drink, which they use there as ripple. Uh, we can start out with that, and all of a sudden, this uh, these guys come in. And they said like next, like we're on the we're sitting at the bar, and like the people are, and they come us to the right. And all of a sudden, this one dude is like starting talking to us, and they he thinks we're like a couple, like oh you look like a cute couple, blah blah. I'm like we tell them when you're not together, you know, we're just good friends. And uh, I don't know, I think he goes went to the bathroom or something, and they came back. They also had like a pool tournament going on as well at this bar. This is like a, they had like a, it's like a pool. They had pool tables there, like only had like a few pool tables in there, but they had like a shovel board there too, which we didn't have to play shovel board, so we didn't do that. Because I was really going to play pool, but there was a pool tournament going on. So, but yeah, anyway, we're sitting just drinking there, and this dude is like pretty much just like uh, introducing ourselves, like trying to be friendly. And uh, I don't know, it's like him and his buddy. Turns out they're like these uh, hockey players, or they're saying they're like retired hockey players. Which I'm trying to like, you know, it's like, oh, they're from the NHL, and it turns out no, they're really not. They're just they just play like local, they just did local games before whatever from the Texas area. 
which was kind of confusing because like I asked the other dude that was, he didn't start you know bring out the conversation like he didn't really know like he couldn't remember his team that he went on so that was already kind of fishy that they couldn't remember what team they even on right now whatever they off and on play hockey but I, don't know, I think there's pretty much got off to do with the personality and like he didn't really say his name I'm not gonna say his name but I was calling him John Adams because I think that's what he kind of said his name was but the other dude told me that wasn't really his name so I was calling him this John Adams dude this character but we're just going uh, along he's kind of like ask us where we're from and all that and basically we just got to a point he just wanted to buy us a drink whatnot. so like yeah we get it like my uh, you know my friend Kelly she goes with it she basically knows how guys lean around or whatever you know how you know it goes down the bar scene like you know they get head on or whatever but anyway a few drinks go by we get to know each other you know the other other friendlier dude he shows us like pictures of this uh, hockey team he has and then earlier they want some like birthday party like their mutual, other mutual friend so we're carrying on a conversation whatever and the other guy John Adams he, or, yeah let's say this character John Adams it's gonna get friendlier with Kelly, so like ask her to dance one night. Like, it cursed Kelly, you know, she didn't mind, but then he's like, "No, nah, I won't do that to you." Like, whatever. Like, I don't. Then, uh, then I went to the bathroom, came back, still chicken chilling, went out, and all of a sudden, this like, uh, like these guys are like leaving with a group. I think it was like looked like the stab members. Like, uh, basically, like uh, he had a like, conversation with this black black gentleman here. Uh, I'm just gonna say, I'm like, I'm not saying. In any way, I'm saying this word, but I'm saying so y'all people know. Like he just basically called the the guy a nigger, and then he just getting kicked out of the bar, and we're all just sitting there and like, what the fuck's going on, you know? And I tell him, I was like, man, this is the first time I go to your bar, and like this, like trying to do like a bar fight or whatnot, you know? what I mean, it's like people getting chaotic in there. But it pretty much that pool tournament in after that. But we're all just chilling there, and all <clears throat> I think I don't know what how it led to this conversation, but kind of escalate. Oh, this this dude just kind of like press uh, John Iams character. Like we're just you know back on the, the bar, whatever. Just get pestering us, whatever. And I forgot what I I forgot what I was saying to Kelly, but I think he was like overhearing us, whatever, because they were waiting for their captain, whatever, their former captain for their minor league back in the days, hockey league. And I forgot what he said. He's like, oh, I'll just keep, I'll just buy you another drink, whatever. So they like, okay, and this is when uh you know we're just a little conversation still a little bit to this guy because like. Because then about this time when he bought another drink, this captain came in. So the captain, the older guy, captain. Like these two guys, like, you know, the first two guys, John Adams and his dude that came with him, they're like both in their 40s. They're shameless. They both, they say they both have like daughters that are like, you know, almost 20 years old. He said like 18 to 20 years old, I believe. Their captain's like, I think they said he was like, captain was like 57. So, so this John Adams, and then apparently this John Adams character knew this bar, the bartender there too, so. She was he was talking to the bar other bartender that just got off the shift, so she just sitting there by the stool next to us as well. But uh, just kind of ask, uh, went to the, I think I went to the pool table there because I was gonna see if I could still play on the pool table. But apparently they already carried uh, covered the pool tables in tarps, so I couldn't play it. Whatever, and all of a sudden I just hear like uh, you know he's like mentioning me and like calling me a leprechaun and shit. You know, I kind of confront this dude because he was already kind of like pissing us off, like aggravating us, like off and on anyway. But it's kind of be like a, it's kind of tolerated because you know I didn't want to like you know it was Kelly's bar, so I didn't want to like you know cause a scene or anything or trying to try to make it like cool as collective as possible. But I was just guys when just like got up to him like, hey man, you want to call me an answer? You can say that in my face. I'm like, you're only a couple inches taller than me. And he's like, oh no, I didn't mean. You know, so I'm like something like that. I mean, I don't. Then it's kind of escalated like, or just don't know drinking. All of a sudden, like he. Uh, he goes, wait, friend, like, put, trying to put his arms around me and then fucking lick me in the neck, man. I was like, man, that's when I got really heated. I was like, man, I, all right. Because I remember he was talking about earlier because, like, he called me a cute or something. I was just playing off, like, oh, yes, I like, this person I get a compliment about a guy at a bar or whatever. I like, told him straight up, like, because I don't know this dude. Like, I'm telling him, like, I'm straight, you know. But then I was saying, fast forward this moment. I was like, hey, man, I fucking told you earlier, you know, I'm like, hey, like, said, we got a problem. We got to go. He said, like, we can go outside. Say, like, hey, man, I'm not, you're not fucking worth my time, bro. Like, I'm not trying to go to jail, man. I'll fucking shoot you, you know. It's kind of escalated bad. I was like, I can't remember the whole thing, but... And then, uh, we pretty much calmed down to, like, I think this other dude, like, intervene or something, like, calm us down. I don't know. Then the other dude was, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, mate, the, uh, 
The model like, I made like a million dollars. I'm like, I bought y'all like thousand dollars worth of drinks. I'm like, bro, it's like you only beat us like a few beers and shots, man. I was like, you gotta calm down. Like, first of all, like as much as I know a podcast and other people like like uh, their lifestyle in general, like they don't brag about how much money they make. So that just tells me like, oh wow, this is this dude is already a douchebag because <sighs> just the way he was already acting his personality wise. You know, let's sip here. We almost just had enough with it, and after that, we pretty much just trying to leave. But, but I just don't. Yeah, it looked like we were trying to leave. Looked like you know, a good note. Because like, I think he apologized and stuff. I can't remember the whole thing because I'm pretty I'm already pretty like feeling good after this because this was like uh, like her, uh, Kelly's roommate was picking us up because she got off work. So we are we were already dr- uh, drinking. So she picked us up. Her roommate picked us up. Picked us up. So tell we had to leave and whatnot. But it's been really on a good note, saying like, "Oh, I'll catch your game one night." But I just know he was trying to be friendly too, because I know he didn't want to fucking actually do anything. I know he wouldn't do anything in the bar, because like I told him, I was like, "Man, this camera's inside, man. I ain't fucking with you, man. As soon as you hit me, man, it's, it's gonna be cops, and you're going to jail." Because <laughs> I ain't, I ain't fucking on my side. I'm like, this is like half my age. I'm like, I ain't fucking ruin my life for stupid shit like this. So y'all let me know if I'm in the wrong now. It's like if I should have fought this dude or not. But, because then as we were leaving, like Kelly was telling me, like, oh yeah, as soon as you go in the bathroom, why not? He's like trying to hit on me and shit. Even though you know we know that together, but she knows like she's not gonna go with another strange dude. You know why not? It's like we came together, we're gonna leave together. Because then then he was saying like as soon as I got back, he's like he was telling her, I was like, oh he's back. You know, blah. Just, like she already know he was pretty drunk too. He's like. But you just know she was trying to play off him too, like get free drinks and all, you know, just to fuck around. Like I didn't remind him as just in that point, like just saying leprechaun shit and like fucking licking me in the neck, like I don't know, he's trying to someone think he's trying to do fucking dominance of this bar or whatever, man. But I wasn't, I wasn't having that shit at all. I don't mind playing around with shit, but like, bro, like I literally knew this dude like not even two hours, <laughs> so you can't fuck around like that, man. Like don't. It's like I always just do like. Because he's trying to hit on, like, Kelly, too, and, like, she's already, like, I know it's, like, you know, you know, ever 18 or whatever, but you gotta at least try to get somebody your own age. That's my feel. I was, like, she's almost older. She's, like, your own daughter. So, she just, just already pissed me off, too, when she told me that. But, yeah, that dude was just a straight-up douchebag, for sure. So, you ever heard this, bro? I wish you the best, but you need to fucking act your own fucking age. That's all I gotta say. Try to stick, try to pick on... Try to pick up girls half your age and trying to pick up fights with dude half your age and talk shit behind people's back and trying to pick up other people's uh, girls that they're with. That's all I gotta say. Because the other dude was chill. Like, he showed me, you know, as I was saying, he showed me a picture of his team, whatever, with the other dude and the captain. Like, he introduced me to the captain, whatever, like one time and introduced Kelly to the captain three different fucking times. You know, they, you know, they carry on their own business. This other dude was just being a dick, for sure. Like, where you John Adams' character. Yeah, that's pretty much the end of that. We just got back to, we just chilled at uh, Kelly's, Kelly's roommate place and crashed there. And yeah, I pretty much got up, uh, got some uh, some lunch there. We pretty much didn't even do much Sunday, so we just chilled out. So that's mainly I just want to talk about that bar story. So I just wonder if y'all have some crazy bar story, stories for y'all. I hope I don't want to get to this point where I can get the podcast big enough where I can uh I like how when I listen to one podcast, like the Yo-Yo podcast, they have like, I think they do like a live Facebook kind of deal. They have like comments. So I like to hear like other people's like real life bar stories if they ever had something like that. Happen to them. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just that kind of deal is like, this kind of puts me off about going to a bar scene anymore. <clears throat> I was like, man, I'm just there for a good time. Like, sorry, you want to do a few drinks and talk, but. You know, you put your hands on me, or you talk shit behind my back, or talk to another girl. I'm like, man, that's immaturity shit right there. That just sets me off. I would say anyone off in general. I'm like, man, I'll just act your, just be like everyone else. Like, you know, mind your own fucking business. That's, you know, that's, uh, you know, or you're saying, you got something to say, you don't say anything at all. That's how I grew up, bro. I'll just be fucking respectful. Like, to be how you want to be treated. That's how I feel. I ain't, I ain't fucking putting hands on people unless they put hands on me. Yeah, that's pretty much the bar story. Like I said, Sunday we didn't do anything, just ate. And it's pretty much on now. Uh, we're just getting into these uh, other bar, bar stories. This website is called, if you want to look it up. 
uh, it's called notalwaysright.com, but I put in the tags, you put in the slash tag slash bar, so, it says funny quotes and true stories from this website, so, I'll probably read all these off for the last 15 minutes here in the podcast, uh, it's really just abbreviated to, like, the title of it, and then where it's from, and then the post date of this, uh, the headline is saying, trouble brewing over the matter of ownership. Uh, it's saying bad behavior bar U- in Washington, USA. Look like it was posted March 27, 2019. So I think I got it newest to Otis. Yeah, newest to Otis. Okay. Uh, it says, uh, I run a small bar in western Washington since I regularly, regularly step in to help my employees. I've had plenty of usual fare of customers with no ID. Customers who look too young to drink. Customers who've already had too much to drink, etc. This one, however, was always... This one will always take the cake, so I guess this is for our own perspective of this story. Uh, it says, uh, it's pretty of like customer and himself, I guess. So the customer is saying, pint of whatever the local brew was, <laughs> this is like in quotation marks. And this guy is saying, certainly, can I just see your ID first? Question mark. Customer says, no need, pint of local, whatever. I'm, it keeps saying local brew, so I'm just going to say Bud Light just for the fucking story's sake. Okay. Then the, the guy is saying, I'm afraid there's. I'm afraid there's a need, sir. You're a handsome but young-looking kid, so I've got to check your ID. Customer says, seriously, do you know who I am? Question mark. Uh, the guy says, I'm afraid not. That's why I'm asking. Says the customer leans over the bar, pushing his face into mine. And the customer says, I am a paying customer. That means I'm right, but light. <laughs> uh, now or how about I come around this bar and kick your dick ass into the street I mean it's like it's like abbreviated I mean like not abbreviated but censored out but it has D and then dot 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 and then D dot dot so dick ass like who the fuck says dick ass to the street question mark it says a few words to your boss and he'll fire you on the spot for losing this place my money okay but you know you can go to jail right or they can get in trouble for that but okay bro Uh, the guy says I see unfortunately I'm afraid there's one fatal flaw in your logic there the customer says yeah that what's that he says, I own this place, meaning it's up to me to decide who is and is not a paying customer. You haven't bought anything, and you refuse to show me ID. Therefore, you're not a customer. Also, you're threatening me, which means you're not welcome here anymore either. As if the customer uh, says, bravado, starts to flutter, and his face pales as, as I pull out my phone. I'm just going to record. Or call up, yeah, hold then he said, then the, the guy saying, so how about you leave now before I call the police? That way no one has to be kicked into the street. Customer says, but you, God, <laughs> you don't look smart enough to be the owner. Wow, that's right. That's judge, misjudgeable, judgmental. Then the guy says, sir, please leave and stop making this worse for yourself. Then he says, I start dialing the police while the man thankfully wise up and exits the premises. Yeah. Yeah, he probably was probably uh, underage, so who knows? So I'm paying customer. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, uh, you haven't paid anything, so. Uh, so the next one is next highlight. It says, uh, "What's the right restaurant?" This is from. Uh, it says Australia Bar and Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne, Australia. It says, uh, "Rude and risky." Not how do you say that word? It's uh, R I S Q U E. Says Victoria, this is posted on March 24th, 2019. Says, uh, like, two headline quotes is from manager and me. So, says manager says to the staff, drink in hand. Okay, everyone, it's really busy out there. If we don't keep on top of everything, we're going to get flogged. And then she's saying, I decided to interrupt. She's, and then the girl's saying, can I be flogged too? The manager spits his drink out. Bag in his glass, and most of the staff walk away in various directions. And then she says, uh, uh, Sorry, wrong restaurant. <laughs> the manager came over to our table later with free drinks. He said, I made his night. Oh, nice. That's cool. That's a, that's a positive story. All right, next article says, uh, Drinking since I was knee high to a grasshopper. Exclamation mark. Uh, this is from Alcohol Bar, California. Employees ignore, ignoring a inattentive USA. Okay, it says California USA. It doesn't say what town, but it's posted on March 15, 
That is pretty much a uh, dialogue conversation is saying me and bartender. It says, me, how can you make a grasshopper? Or, oh, I'm sorry, it says, hi, can you make a grasshopper? The bartender says, what is that? It says, that, that's not an unusual response, and it's not a common drink, and many bars here do not stock all the ingredients. It says, me, it's a mixture of creamy de mythy, creamy de co, and cream. Whatever all that stuff is. The bartender says, no, I'm sorry, we don't have the creamy de mythy. He says, he hands me a bar menu with his specialties and points them out. It says, me, I'll take vodka-based drink. And the bartender says, coming right up. It says, I never was asked for my ID, and I was only one year older than the legal limit. So you're 22. Okay. Uh, it says, my wallet was face down, and... Even then, I kept my ID inside of it. So it doesn't appear when closed. The bartender was very nice. And I think he probably just forgot. Or maybe he assumed I was over 21 because I knew a drink he didn't. That's true. As someone who works in a bar myself, I know the repercussions of serving underage minors for both the server and businesses. If you're not 100% sure, always ID. That's true because you could be really having trouble shit with that. All right, and this story is article says unfiltered story number one four two seven four zero. So I'm not making this shit up, guys. This is actually on this website. You want to check it out? I'll put in the I'll put in the description below so you can check it out for yourselves too. All right, it says Bar USA. Uh, it's posted March 6, twenty nineteen. Uh, looks like the dialogue is it says sister guy. It's pretty much yeah. I think I guess in all these every dual conversation it just says sister and guy. Uh, saying it's by, as like whoever posted the stories, the, the bio is top. It says, my sister and I are at a decent upscale bar drinking, relaxing. It is around 10 p.m. and she is talking with another guy and I'm listening to their conversation. Okay. That's how you said in the, the dialogue story. It says, sister, where, the sister says, where are you from? The guy says, a nearby city. <laughs> Uh, sister says, and what do you do? The guy says, I'm in sales. Behind her, I see a bunch of middle-aged people dressed in skimpy clothing, talking loudly. I think nothing of it. And then one woman takes off her top, showing her bare breast. And then uh, two men jump on her and begin intercourse. What the fuck? Forget <laughs> intercourse. Uh, so I nearly spit my drink out in shock. And then he's saying, uh, what the... Uh, dot, dot, dot. And the sister says, what's wrong? And then he's saying... Or he tells her what's happening behind her. And then she turns around, survey, surveys the scene of the woman moaning and the man groaning. And her action is the same as mine. The guy the guy pipes down. Or pipes up, so I say. The guy says, oh yeah, it's swingers night tonight. <laughs> and then the, the brother and sister are saying, swingers night. Like, all in exclamation mark and shit. The guy says, yeah, they have it every Wednesday. Stares, <laughs> stares at him saying that. It says, uh... Needless to say, we were shocked by their behavior, and when my sister inquired to the bartender, she shrugged and smiled. We were out of there. My sister has been to many more bars than I around the area, and she's never seen anything like that. Wow, that's a California bar, so... I didn't know you could actually have sex in bars. Well, yeah, regular bars. The only thing, like, close and rural I've seen that was, like, uh, when I went to Girls Gone Wild in uh, a club here. This one's my girls gone wild, like pretty much videotaping. It was like a lesbian thing. Like it wasn't really like sex, like it was just lesbian stuff, like eating her out and sh- eating her pussy out and shit in these games. But as close I've seen like sexual intercourse kind of deal at a bar club deal. I won't say the town, <laughs> but it's in Texas. Cause like the club closed down now. It's like some other club now. So uh, this one's saying. Top article says that whiskey turned very sour. <laughs> uh, it says from bad behavior bar employees in New York, Queens, Sunnyside, USA. Posted February 28, 2019. Uh, story says, it says I go to the bar around 7 p.m. during happy hour. Their happy hour is 7 p.m. That's pretty late. Uh, saying pretty much the dialogue between him and the bartender. More like looks like three different bartenders. It says to me, what drink specials do you have for happy hour and what time does it end? Question mark. Bartender one says, all well mixed drinks are $5 as well as select beers. Happy hour runs until 8 p.m. 
so bitch. I mean, we have an actual happy hour from 7 to 8, looks like. Uh, the guy's saying me, saying, okay, I'll get a whiskey soda, please. And then saying a minute, a minute later, the bartender comes back, places a whiskey sour in front of me, and it's gone before I can say anything. I like whiskey sours, and I don't want to make a big deal, considering it is an easy mistake, so I decided not to try and wave her, her back over. So I'm guessing the bartender one is a female. Uh, about 30 minutes later, I go back for another drink. Uh, my original bartender seems to have ended her shift, and two new ones have taken over. Despite not being very busy, it takes almost 20 minutes for one of them to come by and take my order, with only a few minutes remaining in happy hour. I make sure to uh, enucate more clearly while ordering and get my correct drink this time. Oh, this time I was like, come on, if you're spending that much, you know, at a bar, even though it's happy, i like, man, you want to get your drink right. Anyway, but it says, uh, my original, uh, yes, yeah, my original bartender seems to have ended her shift and two new ones have taken over. Despite not being very busy, it takes almost 30 minutes for one of them to come by and take my order. With only a few minutes remaining in happy hour, I make sure to incubate more clearly while ordering and get my drink. Yeah, as I was saying, drink right this time. Says I decide to have one last drink before going home. About 40, 40 minutes after that, I get the same bartender, which is bartender number two, who made my previous drink, and again make sure to uh, get the, pretty much get the order right. But somehow he comes back with another whiskey sour. But this time I ask him to remake it. I even apologize for not speaking more clearly. Finally, as I am about to leave, I go to close out my tab, and I encounter the bartender three while he is closing me out. I take a pen out my pocket to sign my check this comes up later when he gets back to me i notice that my bill is higher than it's supposed to be i asked for an uh anonymized receipt to find out i was charged eight bucks for each drink despite the first two being on under happy hour and i let the bartender know this and then it's uh getting to the dialogue here it says bartender three those are jack daniels that isn't discounted under happy hour and then the guy says i didn't order jack daniels Bartender 3 says, yeah, you did. I remember you specifically asking me for Jack Daniels and you drink. And it's saying, the guy says, uh, that's funny because I didn't order a single drink from you. That guy, Bartender 2, made my last two. And the woman working here earlier made my first. Bartender 3, uh, uh, well, I'm going to take care of for you. It says he spends about the about 15 minutes with another employee, I assume as a manager at the register, trying to figure everything out. So I'm paying my... Paying with my phone while waiting and twirling my pen between my fingers when suddenly the pen is grabbed right on my hand by bartender 2. And the bartender 2 says, I need to borrow this mate. Uh, he says, he is at the other side of the bar before I can say anything or even totally realize what just happened. Eventually, bartender 3 comes back with another employee. And other employee, this is what the other employee says. He says, so we need a manager to adjust the price. The guy saying, wondering why they haven't gotten a manager yet after all this time. He says, all right. An employee says, can you just sign the check and we can assure you will adjust it before it's charged? And the, juice, and the guy says, absolutely not. Yeah, like I don't blame you either. <laughs> Bartender 3 says, how about I make you another drink to even it out? And the guy says, no, I'm leaving right now. Bartender 3 says, we can give give you a free one the next time you're here. The guy says, I definitely have no intentions of coming back here. Uh, employee says, I'll get the manager to fix the check. And it says, the bartender who is hanging around nearby. That the guy is saying, can I at least get my pin while I'm waiting? <laughs> the bartender 3 says, what pin? It says, uh, the guy is pointing to bartender 2, the one he took out of my hand a few minutes ago. Bartender 2 says, it's just a pin, mate. Is it really that big of a deal? And the guy says, it belongs to me and I like it back. So, yeah. And, uh, ends off this dialogue or ends off the story saying is uh he took the pen out of his pocket and handed it back to me around the time the manager came out he was very apologetic about the entire thing and offered to give me the price difference in cash as the fastest option as uh, i agreed and signed the check when he came back with the cash he also handed me a very large glass of straight whiskey as an apology which i ended up leaving with my friends who remained at the bar now well, I at least could have took the shot. <laughs> but yeah, the, that was pretty wrong on their end. So I'm like, man, how you not, how you gonna lie? It's like, oh, I definitely made you Jack Daniels. I'm like, nah, bro, like, I definitely know you wasn't you. <laughs> so I was telling you, man, like, people will, will fuck you over 
if they trick they can for sure so I can definitely believe that story uh, this headline says uh, need a worst customer of the day hold my beer <laughs> this is from uh, this says alcohol bar Japan jerk Tokyo okay well, I guess I'm like when they're saying this, this is from like their hashtags, I guess. So we'll see. This is February 22nd, 2019. Uh, it says, setting up the story. It says, it is 15 minutes before I clock out and a few tables have just emptied, so I am cleaning up as much as possible before I leave the bar. I understand I have to catch the last train home. Definitely Japan. <laughs> uh it says three men are ready to order, so I drop everything to take their order of two whiskeys and a beer. They don't ask for anything with their whiskeys, so I bring it to them neat and go back to cleaning up. The guy drinking beer calls me over and starts in. It says starts in on me angrily. Beer, uh, beer drinker says, "Is this how you serve in this place?" Question uh, mark. The guy saying yes. Question mark. Uh, to, uh, I don't know what he wants, but he is gesturally at hit the whiskey, so I assume ice. <laughs> Beer drinker says, This is horrible service! Exclamation mark. This is not how you serve customers! Exclamation mark. Where is the ice? Question mark. Uh, the guy is saying, You didn't ask for ice, so I assume you wanted it neat. Beer drinker says, This is not how you should treat a customer. Where is the owner? How dare you treat me like this? You are a horrible waitress. How long have you been here? You're new, aren't you? You won't be here for long. Oh, Jesus. Uh, he says he continues on his tirade, or tirade, whatever you want to call it, while I continue cleaning tables nearby. His friends, who are actually going to drink the whiskey, try to stop him, but he isn't stopping. Yeah, so he's like one of these guys. He's basically that John Adams guy. One of these guys. Uh, he says, me... Uh, she said, if you have a problem with the service here, you are welcome to leave. I am not obligated to serve rude customers with a smile. You did not say please or thank you. I gave you what you asked for, so if that's all still not good enough for you, then there's the door. It says, uh, the beer drinker at this point starts swearing at me at his friends, start to drag him away at the door, and he yells, fuck off at me. Since they haven't touched their drinks, I yell back, bye, thanks for the drinks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Staff got free whiskey and beer out of it. Nah, yeah. I guess like in it off happy ending then. Just get a free drink for you off my shit. Get off your shift. Uh, next article says made with barley hops and gender stereotypes. Okay. Saying that's basically it's from uh, England, UK. Posted February 11, 2019. As abbreviated on the top, it says, I am volunteering behind the bar at a beer festival serving over 100 beers of many different styles. A woman approached to order. The woman says, I'm looking for a girly beer, something girls will like. It says, me, it says, what kind of beer do you normally drink? Light, dark, or something in the in the middle? The woman says, something girly, <laughs> exclamation mark. And the person replies, none of our... This, no, I'm just saying, like, because it says me, so it's kind of hard to say if I say me, because you're gonna confuse my with actually me. I'm just gonna say the person. Uh, so the person replies, "None of our beers is sexist, madam, <laughs> but let me see what I can find you." Then it is all was. She took it in good humor and recommended a light golden ale, which she enjoyed. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much when you told her off, I'm like, "We're not sexist here, I'm beers <laughs> or anything to drink." All right, next one says, "Argold store unfiltered store." I'm guessing like if they don't put you don't put your headline here, I guess it does it for you because this says, "Unfiltered story hashtag," or I guess number uh one three eight four three two. Uh, this was in census in Bowling Green, Kentucky, USA. Uh, posted January 29, twenty nineteen. Uh, this is happy hour at the bar I work at. We're serving a regular. We know well for being confrontational normally, and even worse when he gets drunk, but he never actually goes so far as to swing or do anything, just to incite something past words, so we haven't seen, uh, seen fit to kick him out. We also get people from a nearby military base pretty often, so you have to be an idiot to seriously pick a fight. Uh, I'm working the bar and see the rigger is nearing his point and has gone to pick on some 
someone who, to my horror, isn't obviously amputee. I haven't seen before. Uh, it says regular. I guess the regular person says, uh, "Come on, Stumpy, come at me. I'll even give you the first swing." Or are you going to show me you're half the man you used to be? Exclamation mark. The new guy grunts, obviously annoyed, but not wanting trouble, he continues to ignore him. Then the regular, the regular throws his drink in his face. Oh shit! The regular says, "Hey, what's that on your finger? A wedding band? You even got the dick to please her anymore? Tell you what, you give me your address and I'll go." Before anyone can react, the regular is on the floor bleeding from his mouth unconsciously. The new guy wipes off his knuckles, sits down like nothing ever happened, and goes back to his drink. At this point, the soldier in the bar are going, Oorah! When one of them turns to me. Oh, the regular says, Guys over there, guy, guy over there is the toughest damn soldier I ever, I've met. Lost his arm to a bomb and still managed to kill the guys that attacked his squad before getting rescued. It says, I see the new guy pull out a piece of paper, write something on it, and slip it into the regular's pocket. Since when the regular came to, it was in the back of an ambulance. The regular was banned for attacking both a veteran and disabled person, as well as jail for assault. See, there you go. That says, and for what was written on the note, according to the vet, it was, what does it say about you that I could still kick your ass with one arm and one punch? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's for that's a real story. That's good on them. <laughs> good on you, bro. All right, uh, we're on this one more story. It's from also another uh, place in Kentucky. And, uh, well, this is a uh, I thought it was Kentucky. So the one's Kentucky. This one's in Kansas. It just says uh, don't say the town. It just says Kansas, but it was posted uh, January twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. Uh, saying look at this. Story set up as it's it is the mid two thousands. I'm visiting friends out of state. We're getting ready to see a drag show at a local alternative bar. There are four of us, a recently married couple who are visiting, a male friend and me. The single guy makes a comment about not wanting to get hit on by other men. The husband says, You want to wear a wedding ring so everyone thinks you're married? The wife says, Yes. We have an extra wedding band. We bought the wrong size, and because it is titanium, we couldn't get it resized. Let me find it. She finds the ring, and it fits, so off we head to relax and enjoy the show. We find a space in the bar and are relaxing for a bit before our married friend realizes something. The wife says, hey, insert male friend here, <laughs> uh, says, I just, you know, insert male friend name, whatever it is. I just realized we ordered the same band for hus- for the uh for the her, for her husband, pretty much only a size down. The male friend says, "Yeah." Then the wife says, "So you and the, you know, her husband name, are wearing matching wedding bands." And then he closed off the story, saying, "He says watching the realization uh, flit across his face was was great. We you all had a good laugh about it, and no, we didn't catch it earlier. Well, maybe the wife did, but waited to see if we uh, catch it on ourselves." I think he opted to keep the ring on because it still worked as intended, even if it not went the way he anticipated. Yeah, like a gay couple thing. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, guys, that pretty much ends from the bar series. I like to I'm probably read more of these later on in the podcast if y'all enjoy these. I say I post a link below if y'all want to check out more of these. Looks like they have a lot of them. So, yeah, guys, it pretty much uh, ends up a good uh, podcast here. Hope you enjoy the bar series here. The same more stories. Don't be a douchebag at bars. <laughs> You want to be treated people how you want to be treated. That's how I see fit. So, uh, definitely gonna uh, next uh, podcast will be about pretty much WrestleMania preview. So, or predictions. Hopefully, I'll have another. I have a, maybe I'll get another uh, guest on to talk about that. So we'll see. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this, uh, the podcast here. If you would please give us those five star reviews on uh, Apple and Google Play. It really helps out the podcast. And until next time, this is DJ Star signing off saying peace. Play my outro. Down the years, it's been a ride. And now I'm sorry, I'm all that's not in tonight. And on and on, 
As we go, we seem to fight But baby, that's just the way we love And only in the dark do we see our sunlight Home is where we were Home is where we want to be And yes, we don't have time To say goodbye And this ain't the last time Now this time before we go Raise your hands, raise your toes Time is something special Just like love before it starts to snow It's crazy how the years have gone Memories are the drug we're on But darling, just remember That there's never a goodbye There's There's never a goodbye Calling back to a different time Maybe I need to hear your voice To make me smile No, 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 it's not said and done Baby, you can fly with me And we'd be worried And it's only time before we miss the fire You and I reach the tide higher Whoa, our hands up in the sky Just seeing our years pass by Ten years Let's go.